You just told me right now you were helpless. Yes, it's not empathy, it's helplessness. It's a different thing. I used the word empathy in a conversation we had several years ago. Now, now this conversation here right now, you described yourself as helpless. That's helplessness. You yourself said that. Okay, 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 let, let's take a step back. You used the word complain, okay? Okay, I would say it's explain. I'm explaining what the situation is. I'm not complaining. I'm explaining. Right? There are difference, differences for me. When I explain, I'm trying to make the situation better. If you trap yourself in something in the past that happened years ago, you will never move forward. Um, <laughs> yes, it's a very unfortunate situation. Let's take a step back uh, to the, uh, the point about what you described as, as empathy. Now, I said it's a lack of discipline. This is at the center of the choices that you have to make about which way to go and move forward so that you feel comfortable with your choices in moving forward. Because it's very, you have some very difficult choices to make. They're very important to you. And you don't want, I, the feeling I get, maybe I'm wrong, the feeling I get is you don't want to go down the same road that you went down before. You feel like, um, I'm paraphrasing now, so I'm not using, and I'm, I'm being very, very careful about the language I use now because I'm pretty careful always, but I don't like being accused of being a complainer when all I'm doing is explaining I can't hear you. I find that quite disrespectful. Um, so um, I think that clarity is what clouds the lack of lack of clarity is self it's a self how can i say it's self ref, reflexive phrase because lack of clarity is what clouds people's visions in making decisions and we need clarity both about the decisions in the past that worked and didn't work and about the direction we want to go in um i mentioned prison now, that wasn't a random idea. Let me extrapolate on that, yeah? Because you used a word that I relate to prison, okay? And the word that you used was trapped. You said, I feel trapped. Now, how do you think a prisoner feels in prison? So, the, the problems of life are not physical. The problems of life are not physical for most people. If we've got two hands and two legs, in general, <laughs> the problems of life are not physical. The problems of life are psychological or mental. Yeah. Or if you want to go to the highest plane, spiritual. But um, that's a big leap for a lot of people and a very difficult conversation. But um, but this idea of being trapped is not. You see, the, the physicality of your environment. When I when I gave that picture of. Imagine a prison, get rid of all the objects, right? And then you described right now all of the objects around about you, saying, I've got this, and I've got this, and I've got this, and I've got this, and I still feel trapped. And my earlier explanation was, imagine being in prison and getting rid of all these things. Yeah. And the person in prison is still trapped. Mm. I, te I tend to... I I, under, I think I understand what you're saying. I tend to look at it slightly differently, that 
Nobody is against us, they're just for themselves. That might place them in a position against us. Right? Let's say I play chess against my son. Right? I'm not against him. But I'm positioning pieces for myself. I'm not against him. Yeah? And so... I would... I, I think it's better personally to view it as they are much more for themselves than they are against us. Mm -hmm. Because against us leads only to resentment. It's a common thing for people to feel. Yeah. Um, it's against me. Everything's against me. The system's against me. The people are against me. It's a common. It's a common human expression. Yeah. God is against me. Whatever. Right. It's common. But things are much less against us than they are just for themselves. Oh, the wind is against me. Not really. Imagine walking into the wind on a windy day. And it, it, it's the analogy of the fact the wind's not against you. It's just going its own way. And you happen to be going the opposite way. And as a result, there are, there are two forces opposed in that situation. Each, like the example of chess, each protecting their own side. And and so thinking that things are against us only leads to resentment. It only leads to there's no way out. There's, there's no there's no path out of that in a good way at all. There's only negativity at the end of the path. I am listening very carefully to what you're saying, and I'm thinking about the whole situation and. Um, What I'm going to say to you is what I think is the solution. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm right. This doesn't mean that anybody should ever listen to me or ever do what I tell them to do. It doesn't mean that I would be able to do it because we have to realize our own limitations as human beings as well. But I'm going to tell you what I think is the solution to the problem. Now, mm -hmm. the solution begins with understanding that everything is a cycle. Mm -hmm. And then in order to stop things reoccurring, you have to break the cycle. The cycle can't be broken by anybody else because nobody else is going to change. Mm-hmm. The only person who has the ability to change in this situation is the person who wants to change within themselves. Everybody's heard the Gandhi phrase, be the change you want to see, which, you know, which is easy to say and difficult to do, naturally. But um, here's what I would do. I would go to my partner and I would say, I need your help. And, you know, partners love us so they want to help us and they'd say what's the problem and you say unless we do something positive this situation is going to go on and go on and go on and go on and perpetuate and just be a nightmare for everybody and it's still really difficult for me it's difficult for her it's probably difficult for you as well and we need to make an effort special effort because family comes first 
to try to bridge the gap that exists. There's a, there's a gap and I'm on one side and she's on the other and there's no bridge right now. We're just opposing forces. You know, we're, we're maybe to the extent, maybe, I don't know, maybe to the extent that we're two monkeys throwing shit at each other, you know? <laughs> it's silly and it doesn't have to be this way and maybe, maybe in the world this is what's meant to happen. Maybe in the world it's meant to be like this and there's nothing we can do. But, what if we make this one effort to sort things out? We all have duty and responsibility as human beings to, if we know there's going to be a problem, to try to stop the problem before the problem happens. We all have a duty and a responsibility mm -hmm. in life, whatever we are, whatever we're doing, to stop the problem before the problem happens. You know, if the train's coming and the bridge is out, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, we've got a duty to stop the train, right, in some way, before it has an accident. And so, so what you say is, um, I want you to come with me, to meet with her, to sit down, and for me to open up to her about how I feel and how difficult this is for me and how I don't want this. And I tell you right now, I'm almost crying saying this, okay? And I'm me, this is me talking. I'm not in character of role of you, I'm talking to me like, you know, it's it's deep, right? This is deep stuff, yeah? Mm -hmm. If you don't feel emotional about this, there's something wrong with you, okay? <laughs> yeah? And you say, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I'm not going to change very much. But I'm going to try to be better about all of this. But in order for me to be better, <laughs> I need you to try as well. And I'm opening my heart. And if you want to take my heart out and rip it up and tear it and crush it and turn it into nothing, then okay. You know, fair enough. But if I don't open up my heart, I live with what if. And I don't want to live with what if. Right? I don't want to have a regret of not having tried. Of not having tried to make things better. I don't want to live with that regret. I don't want to die with that regret. Yeah? Because somebody has to make the first step. Reconciliation is always difficult. It's always painful. And it always requires a bountiful, endless amount of gratitude and kindness that as human beings we don't have. Because <laughs> we're all limited. <laughs> there is a limitless potential of energy that exists in the universe, but in this situation, I, I feel limited. You know, I feel really limited, and and I don't want to be limited. I don't want you to be limited. I don't want him to be limited. Um, and I just thought I'd come here and put my heart on the table, and you know, just say I'm sorry for anything and everything I got in the way. I didn't mean it. I mean to get in the way. And and I'm not going to hold any anger about this. I'm not going to hold any resentment. I'm just going to try hard within myself to let it go. And I bet I fail sometimes because human beings fail a lot of the time. 
but I'd rather I don't I'd, I'd rather live with this I'd rather live knowing I tried than die not knowing at all and that is what I think the conversation should be and it requires that we elevate who we are to a position of kindness and gratitude because if we're truly kind and truly grateful we can't be angry because when we're angry when we're angry we can't hold kindness and gratitude we can't hold that position at all once anger takes us takes over within us it 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 destroys it it burns away the kindness and gratitude that we have mm. and The greatest potential for truthful resolution in any situation lies with the kindest person in the room. And kindness is the result of the gracefully grateful way that we accept who we are and where we are in life. The good, the bad, the ugly all of those things together and what happens if we don't resolve the problem is that it grows now I'm going to step out of character a sec and say this do you know what do you know why all wars start? This is, this is crazy. Do you know why all wars start? Do you know the reason for every war in history? Every war, which, you know, war is the most horrible thing that we have in the world, where we do go around killing each other, right? Every war begins with one lie. One lie. Somebody, somewhere, tells a lie and then what happens is that to to keep the lie you have to tell another lie and so like the snowball heading down the hill over time and we're talking time that might be 20 30 50 years the snowball grows and the end is war and the only way to prevent the war is go back to the original lie and realize it was a lie. To go to the origin, to go to the beginning. That's the only way it can be stopped. There's no other path. No other, and that's why, that's why countries have resolution and reconciliation and, you know, the reparations for things that happened hundreds of years ago. <laughs> 